0: Let's try it again. Today is uh, August twenty-first, nineteen ninety-two, and I'm inter- interviewing Elsa Erd Kestner about her life experiences in St. Louis. Elsa, I'm truly sorry. Uh, about the mix-up and I about the tape? The recorder wasn't wasn't working properly, but but now it is. And uh, what should I say? Pardon me. What should I do now? What will you just? I had. Begun to ask you when we started how you were today, and uh, let me let's just start over and you tell me how you feel now. How do you feel now?
1: I don't feel any different than
0: I just feel terrible. I. You said you felt lost. Huh? You said you felt lost. I do feel lost.
1: I remember the small fact: just two, my parents had two children, and and my brother and me, and they're all gone. They're all, they're all, they're all. They're all my brother died. My father died, and. 57. My mother died in 61, and my brother died in 77. And I don't have anybody. And my husband had a big family. There were eight of them. One died young, and seven were.
0: You were born in 1896. Huh? You were born in 1896. Uh huh. What, what is the first vision or the first visual memory that you have? What do you remember from way back?
1: Well, the first thing I remember is in 1900, my mother's father passed away with appendicitis. He he jumped off of the streetcar, and he had ruptured appendix, and they operated on him in the kitchen, and he died. That I remember. Go ahead. You didn't close it, honey. I I th- that's the first thing I remember is that they they had a friend to take care of, of the two children. Mm-hmm. I was four, my brother was two. And they took care of us during the services. I remember that and I remember the world's fair. A lot of the World's Fair. You
0: were eight eight years old? Uh huh. Oh, begin. Tell me all about it.
1: Well, I remember they had a figurine of a man, and it was about a story high, and the Liberty Bill was brought to St. Louis, Uh and Mother took us on the terrace of the Forest Park as the train was on, as the train, I can still see it, as the train came in and the it was open and the bell was in the middle of the flat, and I saw it, we saw it coming Black in.
0: Car.
1: huh Huh? Boxcar. And we, I, we saw it come in. And then when they put it up in the, at the in the fair, we, then she took us in to, to see it, to see it. And uh, well, later on, after I was married, uh, I, my, my parents, my, my father's, an uncle of my father's died, and he left him money. And they sent the money over here and the first thing he did was buy a house. And he bought it in South St. Louis. I I know that I still know the house that we lived in. My grandmother lived downstairs. She was a widow. And with her with her three daughters, she had four children. And my mother and three other daughters and one son. He was the middle one. And uh, he lived in the attic and we lived on the second floor and his grandmother lived on the first floor. We were not allowed to play with other children.
0: Because why? Huh? Because why? We should play with each other. And she
1: didn't want us to play. (laughs) And we... We <laughs> ran out of the yard one day, my brother and me, and we went next door and we played with a barn and that, that they had gotten for Christmas and oh we had such a nice time with this these two boys and we then we we played with the barn and, and And they they went and got the police because they couldn't find us and we were right next door.
0: Was she afraid that you'd catch something, or uh, was she afraid you would catch something?
1: Uh, they, They 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 bought us things to play with in the yard, toys to play with in the yard, and they got the police and they found us next door, and I she. My mother told me to go out in front and see the policeman and tell him that i wouldn't that we wouldn't do that anymore.
0: Why didn't she want you to play with anybody else?
1: That's all I know that we we did not play with children other children
0: When you went to school, did you play with children after school?
1: No, we came home immediately and uh, and we lived in South St. Louis, and we went. We went to school. We had to go big business to school, uh, but not for long, because they built um, the Fanny Rose Fanny School. Did you ever hear that? Rose
0: Fanny.
1: Uh huh. No. Oh yeah, it's a great big school. It's and they were building it. They were building the school that summer, mm-hmm. and. Um, we had to go to – what school was that? And then, and then when, when – the, when we went to school, I, I, we had vacation. And when we went to school, we went to Rose Valley School. It, there was just a block between us and the one side of Rose Valley
0: School. Do you remember uh, what street you lived on?
1: McDonald Avenue.
0: McDonald Avenue. Uh huh. Okay. Just one minute. Do you know where Utah place is? Utah? Uh-huh.
1: Yes. McDonald Avenue is the next block south. Okay. Wait one
0: minute. Tell me tell me what school was like. Oh what what, what time when, you walked to school? Well, it was just a block away. Okay. Uh huh. Did you walk by yourself? Your mom let mother let you walk by yourself? Yeah. How old were you?
1: Well, how how old are you when you're in when you're in
0: kindergarten?
1: No, I went to kindergarten where when we when we lived were with my grandma, uh-huh. not with her, but in the same house. Okay. Uh huh.
0: Now. Then when your father had got some money, you bought a new house.
1: That we bought, He built the house. He
0: built a house on McDonald oh, Avenue, thirty-eight eleven. And you were how old?
1: <sighs>
0: was this after the World's Fair? Huh? Was this after the World's Fair?
1: Oh yes, the World's Fair was in 1904. Right. And
0: and you were eight.
1: And, and I was eight. And um, I was in kindergarten then, I, I guess, when the World's Fair was on. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I want tell me what you remember about school. What was it like?
1: It was just wonderful. It was just wonderful. My brother and I both loved it. We both loved it. And we went to Central High School. When we graduated, and we had to take the that was a far away from, from McDonald Avenue, mm-hmm. you know Ode, you know where the O'Daan was mm-hmm. on Grand Avenue, and next to it was Central High School.
0: What's O'Daan?
1: That's where the operas were held. and I would go go with my grand grandmother on a Saturday night to the opera. We'd go on the streetcar. I saw Lohengrin so often.
0: You could have sung it.
1: Oh, I. That cabinet there.
0: Uh huh.
1: A spaceless big. is all operatic music.
0: You really love it.
1: Yeah, I had to. I had to go to the opera. I had to learn opera and I did and I went I used to take when I after I was married and Rudolph had other other engagements you know I would put on a formal and get a taxi cab and go to the Kiel auditorium and see an opera and then Get a get an, uh a taxi cab to go home.
0: And you went by yourself. And I
1: went by myself.
0: That was very independent for those days. Wasn't
1: well, I know, but I wanted to, I wanted to see the operas, and the minute you could buy a, um, a radio, we bought a big radio. Great big cabinet, and I listened to the operas, and I listened to the operas every Saturday afternoon from New York my father My father didn't like that because i wasn't he wanted me to be with him, you know mm-hmm. but but i I would sew and uh listen to the operas, the whole opera. I'd be in the sunroom and I'd be in the sunroom and sew and listen to the opera on the radio.
0: How did the music make you feel?
1: Oh, that's what I, that's what I objected to this place. They, they, they come and get me all the time and I don't go. I, I went twice and I stayed about three minutes to that horrible music. And they know me all over this building for the music.
0: What music do they, uh, Elsa?
1: Oh, they have, they have just the, the modern music, uh, you know.
0: But how, how does the opera make you feel? What does it make you think about?
1: I just don't like it. I no,
0: no, the the opera, the music that you do like,
1: the good music. Yes. Oh yes, I love it.
0: But how does it make you feel?
1: Well, I take as much as I can get because I'm crying all the time about my husband. I miss him. Oh, you don't know how I miss him. You know what he did when he knew he was not going to live? He says that's. Let's look at some hats, because I never went out without a hat.
0: That's, that's just your earring.
1: Um, I, I never went without a hat. I've got hats here now. I've got one, two, about four or five. One, two, three, four, five. I know i got got—maybe maybe I have a couple more.
0: Did
1: Clarence bought you? He bought me. He bought me two winter hat and a summer hat, and I've got them in the drawer. Uh, the The one is black with gold ribbon, and I never went out without the my, my hat, and I never went out but, but I didn't have somebody. Maybe two or three people tap me on the back and tell me what a beautiful hat I had.
0: Did Clarence ever surprise you and bring you home one without your trying it on? See
1: those shoes? Uh huh. He came home with those and they fit me. I wore them all summer. They were brand new.
0: Well, your loss is very new. Huh? Your loss is very new.
1: Oh terrible.
0: It's terrible. It's just been it's just been this six I, months. I know. Oh.
1: Now, I don't associate with anybody in here, but when my husband brought me here and we each lived here until he passed away. He wanted me with him while he was so sick, and I wanted to be with him. And uh, um, and I, But we had separate dining rooms, and they put me with three other women at the table, and the first day, the one woman said to me, you make me sick. She says, you waste food. If food is expensive and you waste it. And she talked terrible to me. And I didn't talk back to her. But I stood up and I cried. A bucket of tears. Somebody told the office about it. And the next day they took me away from that table and put me with a table with three men. The one was paralyzed. He can't, he can't talk. And, and he has a hard time eating. And after about a couple of days, I started to put the cream in his coffee, and I did three things right away. And then I moved on the side of him. I asked the fella, one of the men to move in my place so I could be close to him, and I started to feed him. And uh, he. He got so he would pass me his FARC, and I would feed him. And one morning, I was feeding him his, his poached egg, and he had a stroke, another stroke. And I said, call his wife immediately, He he's sick. They did. And they called her, and she came immediately, and by 10 o'clock he was already in the hospital. Well. He can't talk, but he can hear everything and he she says he hears me better than he hears her well i a uh, Rudolph took mother and Carl and me to the Chicago World's Fair.
0: This is your first husband
1: uh-huh and they they asked me to come in the room, and I went in the room. Wanted to know what they wanted. They offered me a job as um, to be on uh, to be on radio and talk on radio. They offered me a job. I said, "Well, what's the idea?" He said, "You have a quality in your voice that's just wonderful for radio." Oh my! I said, "I don't live in Chicago, and I don't need a job."
0: (laughs) That was quite a compliment.
1: And so, so when, when Charles was in the hospital, you know, here, mm-hmm. and he had a stroke. Why, uh, every night she called here, and she put him on the telephone, and he can't talk, but I could talk. I talked to him, and he mumbled something, but I couldn't understand it. And
0: that you like to help people.
1: Well, I don't know if I I am but I'm I, I just do so much with him. I go every every day I go to visit him. And he he goes he he he, he invented this. That means everything's fine. And so I go every day. And yesterday I went, and that man in his room. We have had incidents, you know. He, and he would laugh, just laugh. My guardian, you know, um, um,
0: Bob Yackel.
1: Yeah, he takes care of my money, and and he he's a he and his wife took me out for lunch. Um, the, uh, he, he, he had to go to the hospital again a couple of weeks ago. And they took me to see him. He went crazy. He just went he, out of his mind. They, she said she never did see him like that. And Bob, Bob was so nice. He wouldn't let go of my hand, and, and so many things happened. He had a man in his room. Yes, oh sir. So the na- the day the day that uh, that he had this incident with the man in his room. The man in his room went to the bathroom. He was mad because I was there, and I was sorry I was there because uh, his bed was there and Charles' bed was at the window. And he went into the bathroom, and all of a sudden there was a terrible noise, and and uh, Charles laughed. He laughed so hard, and. Uh, and then he went into the he was in the bathroom and he left the door wide open and the room is exactly like this one. The door opened just halfway and he left it open. And when he did that he got up and took his pants and dropped them down and it was naked from here on down. And well I was just frightened to death. I was. And He came out and went to the dresser and I ran out with this. I ran out. With your walker? With my walker. And I was so glad I was out. Well, he wanted his wife to know about that. And they came up here that night. I said, I've got something to tell you. And he started to laugh again.
0: Bob, Are you talking about Bob or Charles? Charles started to laugh? (laughs)
1: Charles started to laugh. He laughed so hard. She said, and, and yesterday I went to see him and that man was sick and he was hollering and screaming. You could hear him all the way up to the office and I came in. I couldn't stay with him. I said, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you get out. Well, I, ha- I can't help anybody get out, but I went up to the office and I said, listen, his his relatives don't want him, but why should Charles put up with him? I said, either what I think you should do is take Charles out of here or take him out. But don't make Charles – I said, he's, he's a sick man from all that hollering. I went four times. And you know what? What? They told me that they were going to get him out of that room. And I ran back and told him. I said, they're going to take you out of this room. I'm telling you, they're going to take me. He didn't believe me, but she came in and they took him out.
0: And you did that?
1: Oh. And I called up his wife and told her. I said, you have to do something. She did. She called up immediately and they said we're going to <coughs> we're going to take him out. And I she called me up last night and and she asked me to come down and to the, to the television room and I did. She said, "Do you know that they're going to take him out tonight?" I said, no, she said, I'm going to show you his new room. It's just beautiful.
0: and you did that for him. Have you always been so strong, and have you always spoken out like this to help others?
1: I guess i guess I guess, but he he took my hand and he went like this. You know, you've, now, made,
0: you've made a good friend. Oh He's very lucky.
1: His son, his son and his wife bought that angel oh. and this card was with it and I got it last night.
0: Oh, how lovely. Just a little note to say, thanks for being so nice. We want to thank you for being Charlie's guardian angel with gratitude Bob and Donna Tyner. Is that it? Charlie's son and daughter-in-law. Isn't that lovely? Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you did tell me when I came in that you had just gotten that, that angel.
1: And That, 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 well, that guardian it, angel is what they gave me.
0: That is, that's a lovely story. I'm so glad you told <laughs> me. That's wonderful, Elsa. I, um, thought, I thought it was nice of them. I think it's wonderful of you. I think it's wonderful of you. Huh? Um, um,
1: but I want to tell you something. I don't know anybody in this place and I k- keep thinking, what in the world is 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 wrong with me? Because I go to see him, everybody says, you're going to see Charlie. Everybody knows about Charlie and everybody knows that I go to see Charlie and nobody else does.
0: Uh, Elsa- your husband and and you, you decided to come to Delmar Gardens South.
1: I didn't. I had nothing to do with it. I didn't know about it until we went, until I. Until I got my clothes together and went. I, the same day, I, heard about this place. I didn't know about it. He. He. Got in touch with Bob and said all the money is hers every cent he he had a very wealthy sister she died a few years ago in the hospital with her husband in the hospital and no will they didn't have a will and he got he got a big load of money from her. He got a big load of when, and he died eight months later. And he got money from him. And he had another brother in Miami, Florida. He didn't have any children, and he left it to his three brothers who survived. Whether they, they, they were the last ones, but he got money, and he never after he got the money, it was so close to him being sick, he didn't he didn't get a chance. He said we're gonna take a big trip. We did a lot of travelling. We're gonna take a big trip. As soon as you're
0: you're in them
1: it feels better and we never he died before. We didn't get to take the trip.
0: Also uh, let's let's go back and you were um, you were born in eighteen ninety six and you were married to Rudy Schneider uh uh-huh, in, in nineteen
1: eighteen. Nineteen
0: eighteen. And you were divorced in nineteen forty one. Uhhuh. And then you met Clarence Kessner, um in nineteen forty three or
1: 30, 39
0: You met him before, or you met you met uh, you met Clarence in 39, 1939? I think
1: it was thirty nine.
0: Before the war, you couldn't have met him. You you weren't divorced. You said you were divorced in nineteen.
1: Yeah, listen. He went in the war. He went into the war. Wait, but
0: the wait second, you were divorced when?
1: I I can't, can't remember okay, if, okay. if it was. I think it was. About 40.
0: forty. but you met you met Clarence right after you were divorced. Yes. Uh huh. And so and so Clarence went in the war. Yeah, he was in the war. And you were not married to him at the time. You just oh him. You
1: no, you didn't I,
0: marry him until nineteen.
1: You know, fifty-eight.
0: Fifty-eight.
1: See, that was a long were,
0: time. You were living with your parents.
1: He he came and to and our your house.
0: Child. All those years,
1: he came to our house. My, wa- my boy was in the war, too. He was in the, on New Guinea.
0: All right. Would you tell me about that? Let's let's start around—do you remember Pearl Harbor? Do you remember when— yeah. you, Yes. Yes. How, how did you find out about—did you listen to the radio, or how did you find no, out we,
1: No, we—no. We had company that day. We didn't have the radio on.
0: It was Sunday. Huh? A Sunday.
1: Yeah, a Sunday. I tell you. Yeah, we had co- company. A man by the name of Odenwald, O-D-E-N-W-A-L-D. He he came to visit my father, and he s- stayed all afternoon. We didn't have the radio on. We didn't know about the we didn't know about the war until uh, about Pearl Harbor, until the next morning when the paper came. Because he was he stayed. He and my father were talking all afternoon. They they had a nice... He had a nice visit.
0: How old was your son?
1: Well, he was just...
0: uh, He was just able to go to the bar. And so was was he in the... Okay.
1: And the inhabitants wouldn't give them anything to eat. They went to their camp for, for food they didn't have... They didn't, just didn't have anything to eat for that period, and uh, they wouldn't wouldn't give them any food, and they walked back. Of course, they got food, but food was scarce, and so they did without.
0: That must have been hard with him in the war. Yeah. What did you do during those years? Were you working? Well.
1: Before I was married, I was a secretary to a lawyer. That's how I met Rudolph. Oh. And... Uh,
0: uh, what was it?
1: And... What? I, that was in January, and we were married on July the 2nd.
0: <laughs> you and Rudolph?
1: Yeah, huh? and... Uh,
0: did you go to work
1: right away? After I got through high school I mm-hmm. I went to I went to the law office. But after I was do, do left Do you
0: remember do you remember when me? I left
1: Rudolph, I went to my parents as I as I said and uh my father was so possessive, he he just wanted. I had. I drove a car in. We bought a new car in. that – Rudolph bought a new car in 1921, a Jewett. A Jewit. And a Jewett. Did you ever hear of
0: it?
1: No. Yeah. New car, bought on Gravelly's across from the Beaver Mill. That's where it was bought, and he knew this man. He bought a car from him, and that man took me to Targo Park and taught me how to drive. Ta- one day he, one day he took me to the Park and he told he told rural he said she learned in Targo Park in one day she learned how to drive.
0: That was very good.
1: And I drove a car and so I drove a car and had my own car all the time. Never had one I And I.
0: Never had an accident.
1: Never. And uh, uh, I drove until about 85 or 86. I drove the car.
0: That's (laughs) fantastic. So, and today. You you are 96. Huh? You are 96 years old. Uh. When is your birthday?
1: What is my first one?
0: When is your birthday?
1: The third of July. The
0: third of July.
1: Day before the fourth. They celebrated here, but I didn't, because I never liked to have my birthday celebrated. (laughs)
0: When when you you went, we have to go back a little bit with the school that was on the first time we tried the interview. Um, You you lived on uh, on First, you lived with your grandparents.
1: No, we didn't live with them. They lived downstairs, and we lived upstairs. Okay. Uh-huh. And
0: that was on what street?
1: That was on Tyler Street in North St. Louis. Okay. And my father, I can still see him, when he got that money, I can still see him standing in the kitchen reading a letter and... uh he said, we're going to buy a house.
0: You said the first time when you told me this story, you said the money came from over there. Yes, it, it did. Your name was Erd, E-R-D. Uh-huh. Where is over there?
1: Well, um, my father came over here when he was 19 years old, and he never visited back again.
0: From where?
1: My niece looked up. My father's family in Germany, in the town where he was born, and it's still standing, and I've got pictures of it. It's just too bad that my father didn't live long enough, so he knew that our family knew his family. And one part of his family lives in California. She found that out. And she was there in May. She and her husband, they made their third trip to Germany, and they treated them. She said, Else, they're awfully rich." <laughs>
0: <laughs> where, what? And
1: I've got the, the pictures in there of of his home and and them and them, and Dorothy Lou and Jimmy ha had their picture taken with my father's relatives.
0: Else, what, uh, where did uh, what? What year did your father come here?
1: I I don't know what year he came here, but he was. He was ten years older than my mother.
0: Your father's name was what? Martin. Martin Erd. Erd. And, uh-huh. and your mother's name?
1: Was Louise Bertram. B E R T R A M.
0: And you were very. Were you always very close to your father?
1: Oh yeah. I was very close to my mother and father after after I was married, and we would take my mother traveling with us.
0: Oh, oh, you and Rudy. He was
1: so wonderful to my mother. and.
0: Who? Rudy? Are we talking about Rudy? Or both of them. Both of them.
1: them, them uh, Clarence Clarence used to come every Sunday for dinner for years. Every Sunday. And you know what she would do? She'd put, she had chicken every Sunday, and she'd take the breast part of the chicken, the breast part, and put it on his plate. <laughs>
0: What about your father?
1: See, they were both crazy about Clarence.
0: Well he didn't get the best part of the change. No,
1: no. It was okay. Clarence got it.
0: Well then why did it take so long for you and Clarence to be married?
1: Well, I just I just felt like my father wanted me. That 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 was my my thought. And uh, that 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 was my thought, and he wanted you what he just wanted me with him and and I finally got so he'd say, "Where are you going every time i want I'd take his car, leave mine or whatever whatever and he and he would he he would want to know where I was going. I thought I can't take it anymore i've got I've got to get out. you know what I did one day I was going downtown and I went to the office and I applied for it. I didn't want to go to her law office, that was out for me. It's too long anyway.
0: The law office?
1: To the law office. And it was a. The, the, we were in the Title Guarantee Building on Seventh and you know, you know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where. And uh, so I went to Famous and they. He immediately gave me a job and put me in the gift shop. Did you remember the gift shop?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. It was beautiful. Did you like that? I I liked it, but my father was brokenhearted because I was away all day. But he got over it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elsa. Well, well, when I was in the in the gift shop, then they built that the, that famous bar on Kings Highway in Chippewa, mm-hmm. and I lived just a few blocks from there. My parents had a, owned a house on Lisette. Mm-hmm. It was about three blocks north of Gravois, and but I had a car, and the. Uh, uh, they made me uh, manager of the gifts out there. Oh, uh-huh. good.
0: Um, your father, when he got that money from Germany, uh-huh. he built a house on McDonald.
1: McDonald. Yes. Okay. Uh huh.
0: And so then you went to what was the school? Rose Fanning. Rose Fanning. Uh-huh, Fanning yeah. stu- school. All right, and that was that was grammar school.
1: That was grammar school. And
0: your high school was. Central, Central High, high School, school. Uh-huh. And, and you told me before you loved school.
1: Of course, they built another high school on South Grand that where I would have gone had it been built then, but it wasn't.
0: What year did you graduate from high school?
1: I can't tell you.
0: Okay. Fan, um, Elsa, what did you like best about school? Was there a subject that you liked? or oh. did, did well, you just like being at school with children?
1: Oh yeah. I just had one friend, that she Helen Myers. She lived at thirty six forty Junietta Street, and we were the best friends. We were not friends in the before the before we went to Rose Valley, but she went there. Had to go there too, but we were, got to be friends when when we went to Rose Fanny,
0: It was nice having a friend.
1: Yeah, and she was, she was very good looking, and uh, I guess they had... Uh, he, he, he was a banker, her father, and he died. And uh, I thought they were people with a lot of money, but, but, but I found out that they didn't have any money when he died. And and she got married young to a to a man who who uh, gave piano lessons. She had no money. And then she died. They didn't have any money. And I who wasn't good looking, I married <laughs> I married a man who made money, and. Married another one who made a lot of money, too.
0: How did you find out you weren't good-looking? Why do you think you weren't good-looking? I always
1: thought I wasn't good-looking.
0: <laughs> I'm looking at some pictures around here.
1: That, that's thats <laughs> my one.
0: Is that, is that you?
1: That's me and my son, and the other one is my son at the Chicago Fair. You know what that dress is? That dress is uh, the gown that I wore to the male prophet ball, and here are the, the Here are the the uh, souvenirs. You know they give souvenirs. You uh, know that. Yes. Uh, well, those, that that silver and that and that this plate, that's.
0: Nineteen thirty-three. Uh
1: huh. And that plate over there, that silver plate, that's also one of the, one of the souvenirs that they gave. That's a butler's...
0: 1936. A butler's tray. Well, we've got a lot of things to talk about, you and I. I don't want to tire you. Are you tired? Well, I... Are you tired now, Elsa? No,
1: but I have to leave here by by about five after twelve.
0: Well, maybe I should stop now and then come back again.
1: Oh, fine.
0: Would you like that? Uh huh. Okay. Is this okay? Because we—I told you you could say you didn't uh, want to do this. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. Okay, we'll stop. Today is uh, August uh, August twenty eighth, nineteen ninety two, and um, Elsa and I are having our second interview. Last time you said that you went to the Veil Prophet Ball. Oh
1: yeah, at the. At the um, on Jefferson and Washington, um, that was the um, what was that
0: Coliseum.
1: Coliseum. Mm-hmm. On, I went. I went twice. We went twice to the ball, and it was just beautiful. It never was it has been that way again. Everyone has said to me that it has gone said and never will it be as beautiful as it was at the Coliseum. It was just beautiful.
0: How how did you everybody doesn't get to go. How did you have Well, to my
1: husband to was a lawyer I see. And he got the invitations and we got the souvenirs. Yes,
0: we talked about them last time. Uh, did you go and buy a special dress?
1: Oh yes, I'm wearing it there with my son
0: in that picture
1: it was a, it was peach colored chiffon. I just love chiffon and and
0: and and who was uh, do you remember who the queen was that year? huh do you remember who the queen was
1: um uh, 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 the The thing of it was that her, that the queen, the queen. Her father died before she was, um, she was uh, announced as the queen, because he was such a good member of that society. And um, they selected him, even though he was gone. They selected her, because he was such a good member. And uh, McConnell, I think, was her name.
0: Did you dance? huh? did you dance?
1: Oh yes, yes oh uh, well it it was you can't you can't even imagine how wonderful and how beautiful it was
0: what was what was so beautiful?
1: Well the clothes in the first place, they wore gorgeous clothes mm-hmm. and and uh, the the uh, the, the the men were not sitting with the women uh, in the beginning, but when the parade started, where all the maids came in, well, then they did, mm-hmm. and of course they were in full dress swallowtail coat, not, no no tuxedos or no anything. Like that. And and they just looked beautiful, and the people that were invited to, just just in plain clothes, they were all over the Coliseum. Uh, every seat was taken, it was, and, and, and the, when they paraded in with their escorts, they were just beautiful.
0: And, and Rudy Ward? swallowtail
1: coat too oh yes. oh yes he he had a tuxedo he had swallowtail suit he he had because sometimes he had to wear wear a tuxedo they didn't wear full dress Mm -hmm. oh yeah was a tailor
0: rudy's father
1: and every suit he had was tailor-made
0: uh Tell me about the clothes. How did, how did, well, no, let's go to the 30s, 1936, the VP. You didn't go 34
1: and 35? No. You didn't go those years? You mean to the ball? Mm-hmm. it's on. It's, well,
0: those on. Are and it's on the silver. Yes. The date is on the
1: silver. 35. Thirty-three, I think.
0: And thirty-six. Uh-huh. Did you not go in between? I guess not. Okay. So was it? Is this exciting? Was it any different the next time you went? No. Just.
1: No. It was the same. It was only different when they went to the, to the.
0: Keel. To the Keel Auditorium.
1: No, 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 it never was at the theater or the It was only at the Coliseum, and then the colored people started to crash the um, Coliseum. And from that day on, on, from the next year on, it never was at the Coliseum again. It was at the Chase Hotel, and it was never the same. Wasn't it lively? Uh-uh. No. And it never was the same since.
0: How do you feel about what the blacks or colored or people did?
1: Well, th- there were no blacks when I went, when we went. But I her. mean, how
0: do you feel about the changes that were made because of how they felt, how the colored people felt?
1: Well, I think I think they were wrong. They weren't invited. And you—you you can imagine, you can imagine. There, there were some colored people in the gallery, that affluent colored people that were sitting in the gallery. Just to look on, you know The that, that that Coliseum was full; every seat was taken. And and uh, but but yeah. Before the thing started, people talked to other people, and, and I knew some people, and we were we were not seated until it was time to be seated because the parade was going to start.
0: The parade of people
1: that came in. The parade of of the of the girls that were. The,
0: the maids. Yeah. Did you go to the regular VP parade that they held every year? Did you take your oh, son no. to that? Uh, 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 uh.
1: No, I didn't go. I saw the parade, mm-hmm. but uh, there, there was nothing. You didn't go on the floats.
0: No, but I mean, did you watch it is what I mean. Did you go and stand in the well, street? Well, the parade was
1: before the ball.
0: Right. Did you Did you attend that parade?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Did Rudy take your boy? Uh, he, I
1: always, I always had, t- took him to the parade, but uh, when I went to the ball, I didn't, I didn't see the parade.
0: Okay. Um, let's, let's talk about how you, how you got your clothes when you were young. Uh, did your mother sew? I mean before My mother
1: sewed but she didn't sew my farmals. Mhm. She didn't sew my farmals, And uh, I bought <laughs> I bought my farmals it's six grand fuller.
0: Yeah, but I mean in the early nineteen hundreds when you were a child. When you were a child
1: My mother and my my mother had four sisters and Every spring and every fall, my four aunties, uh, I mean, my three aunties and my mother, and my little brother had to go along, and me, we went and bought hats. And we bought hats.
0: But I'm talking, Elsa, I'm talking about the clothes that you wore to school. And the clothes that you Well, my
1: mother bought my clothes my mother sold some clothes and she bought some clothes. She bought some clothes at six and we had a very nice department store called Nugents, did you ever hear Mm it? Sure. And they Nugent's was the place to buy dress material. They bought all their dress material the aunties, and took them to a dressmaker. And and we went to a dressmaker in the fall and in the spring. And they wore long long dresses. You know, they wore long dresses. And I remember my youngest auntie, she had a, a brown dress with Polka dots in it, and it was a long dress that the dressmaker made. She wore her brown, and my Aunt Gussie, she was, mother was the oldest, and Aunt Gussie, I remember her dress that one year, and Hulda's dress was brown, and Gussie's dress was green.
0: Uh,
1: it was beautiful.
0: Did they make did they make did the dressmaker? The dress made them. Have did she have a pattern or did yes, she do it they, from a dress form? Uh, that's right. Wh- which a pattern?
1: It they or, had a pattern. Uh-huh.
0: But sometimes they make it from the f- you know, they have a form of your figure. If, if,
1: no, they they didn't have a a figure. They fitted them. Mm-hmm. They had a f- fitting session and we went we went to the to the hat to the milliner's shop, and what she was a my, she was a woman who might have knew very well, and they always went to her. And I, I know her name, and I can't say it. But we I got a hat too. I had to have a hat too. And i and i and i remember i still remember the hats that she bought for me at sticks and it was um milelong straw and it had red velvet ribbon about this wide just around the around the head and a bowl in the back and streamers
0: like a sailor hat a bo- like
1: a yeah, straw I, I, I remember
0: what
1: that. color was it it straw well that do you know what, what myelon no, straw was tell me. well it was tannish Tan. very good straw mm-hmm. Mylon straw and um, and just just the uh, red the red velvet was all was on it uh, I, I had i had that that kind of a hat on two occasions. I liked that hat so much, and when I got older, I, I I. never in my life went out without a hat, even when they didn't wear them anymore.
0: And, and did you wear gloves?
1: I, I got a drawer packed full of gloves, always gloves. Always That drawer is today. Today, that drawer has got a pair of white gloves in it. They're all white, except a few black ones, but um, they're all white, and there's one pair in there that's still together that has never been separated. They've never been worn.
0: You don't happen to have your VP gown? Huh? You don't happen to have still have your VP gown, do you?
1: Did I have?
0: Did you save your VP dress, the the dress that you wore?
1: No, I didn't save it. But
0: well, we'll talk about what you have afterwards, Elsa. Um, when you were when you were young, did you have a mini mini blouse and skirt? Did you wear the, the sailor? Collar.
1: Yes, but not too much. Usually, I wore usually dresses.
0: What What did children wear to school? What did you wear to school? I wore
1: dresses to school. Uh
0: huh. And and they were made. The dressmaker made your dresses.
1: The dressmaker made it. Are oh, my mother. My mother was so good. Mm-hmm.
0: Did she, you like your clothes? Did you get to choose? Oh y
1: Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I had a lot of clothes. <laughs> and,
0: and, and hats. And you were did you wear stockings?
1: Oh yes. Stockings and shoes and uh, Absolutely. You, to school. And uh, hair ribbons, that's why you know, half of the hair ribbons on are uh, always hair ribbons. And
0: petticoats.
1: Petticoats. Oh I just love petticoats.
0: When did you start buying clothes in the stores?
1: Well, I guess when I married. <laughs> my mother supervised my clothes. In fact, my aunties and my mother were very, very close conscious. Very. And my grandmother was the worst of all. She wore. She wore. Uh, fur jackets, and little bonnets with valley lilies on them. She always had new bonnets with valley lilies. Lilies of the they, valley. They, they were all very close conscious. Mm-hmm. I, I was brought up on. Clothes.
0: And and what did that mean? Did it mean that you were uh, uh, that you just enjoyed them, or, or that was it a sign of uh, of oh, prosperity? I I enjoyed my clothes, and do you know
1: that Rudolph died in fifty five, and he was just as close he was a his father was a tailor. He had his tail close tailor. He was close conscious. And my second husband he was worse than anybody. He was worse than
0: I I didn't when you got married and that was to Rudy and that was in nineteen eighteen. So uh-huh. did you continue to uh, Buy your clothes, or did you? Uh,
1: yeah, still so I to continue? continue to buy my clothes. Right. So
0: that. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, did Rudy, when his father died, did he then go and buy ready-made clothes? I'll right. mm-hmm. ask you now a little bit about what you did uh, as a family—your mother and your father and yourself when you were small. Uh, when you had leisure time, like on the weekends, how did how did you spend well your your time we, with your family?
1: We usually spend that with family mm-hmm. and whatever whatever was going on.
0: Like your birthday is July third. Oh, and 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 you know. Could you tell me something about what you might have done because it's the day before the 4th and maybe you did something exciting on the 4th of July? You lived over on the south side.
1: Yes, but I didn't want birthday parties. I didn't want them. I never... My mother gave me one birthday party and I couldn't wait till I left.
0: You, You mentioned that in our first interview, but I thought as a child maybe
1: things were different. I still don't want birthday parties. I still well, did, you, did
0: you enjoy it with your family? Mm-hmm. Just your family?
1: Just, I'd re- I didn't want outsiders. Didn't
0: want outsiders? Mm-hmm.
1: I had outsiders one time and I was I was gracious at the party but I was conscious of the fact, the fact that I was <laughs> because I I knew I had to be gracious but I didn't want the party.
0: Uh, Elsa, did you ever go to any celebrations of the 4th of July anywhere in the city?
1: My folks didn't t- didn't take my brother and me. We as I said, we were not allowed to play with other children. I told you, you that. You did tell me